0: the Saturday Friends Club.
1: Hello everyone and welcome once again to the Saturday Friends Club. We have a collection of wonderful friends here to talk about old age cartoons, movies, other silliness that we can just reminisce about. Have a good time. Have a, have a good time with friends like you and us, but mostly we're talking. Uh, let's see, everybody is in. We are minus one uh, Martin today. Yeah, he decided to get sick like an asshole. Yeah, so we got Eric. Yeah, that's me.
2: Sabrina's here, and Red, and Red's here. Red Sabrina is... is currently trying to like lure Red
1: into some sort of cave made out of blankets. No,
0: no, no, no. He just came over here by
2: himself.
1: He'll he'll be wandering around. Red is the uh, is the show cat. By yeah, sh- the way, d- should we mic him? Does he get like a lob? How does this work? <laughs> He'll just fight the law. He'll, he, just, he'll just... What
0: is this thing on my collar?
1: Just <laughs> eat it. Yeah, he's, he's he's our lasagna cat, so... Oh, God. He's
2: <laughs>
0: better just, than... But okay,
1: well, since we're going to start, okay, have you
2: watched the new ones? No. Uh, I did, and There's I'm new very ones. afraid. Because
1: uh, they, go, they go in new directions. I've, I've heard... I've seen some like posts of like their return, and I'm like, oh, God, I need to... Well, I'm going to have to watch these at some point. Yes,
2: watch uh, definitely watch all the originals because uh, they're all like amazing. Um, but the uh, the new ones are, uh, I I I blown blown away. And there's like, oh my god, like he had a budget and like this. I mean, this was there. There was a lot of thought that was put into this, and a lot of production value.
1: More thought than necessary, perhaps. Um, and some of it is just is fucking terrifying. Well, <laughs> oh, good. Uh yes, yeah, so this is the Saturday Friends Club. Today's topic is going to be one of Eric's favorites. <laughs> but before we get to that, since the topic at hand is going to be the pirates of dark water. Yes. Why not we talk about boats? boats? Considering the fact that Sabrina and I just recently one week ago today we left it. a giant boat. We get it. You were on a boat. We were on a boat. It was a big boat. It was a
0: nerd boat. It
1: was a nerd boat. We were on the Joko the Joko Cruise twenty seventeen. <laughs> So, if any of you listening were on that cruise, you missed them. Yes. Well, I mean, I, I made a bunch of friends. I gave a bunch of cards away and said, hey, go check out our show, which I'm sure like three people are going like, hey, I know that guy. Yeah, and this is for you now, yeah. like three new listeners. Yeah. Sea
0: monkeys! Yes.
1: Yeah, so, we we had a good time, made a lot of food. Um, made had, a lot
0: of food, ate a lot of food. Well, ate a lot of food. We okay. worked in
1: the galley, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it's it's kind of one of those, like, work, you know, work to pay down the debt. Oh, so you stowed away. Yes.
2: And then you popped out, and they're like, ah, oh, well, well, you have to, like, we're going to throw you overboard, or otherwise you can earn your living here.
0: Well, we did end up on a pirate ship later.
1: Yes. Oh, was there a tall ship out there? Uh, you know? So there was, there was a, what looked like a, a ship with, like, a nice wooden ship with a mast, but then they bastardized it by putting an actual mo- motorboat in it oh so (laughs) it but it was so okay that was our trip that was when we went to cabo and we went on one of the excursions of like hey gotta go on a pirate ship and you know drink it's got an open bar and i'm like pirate ship with an open bar let's do this all Uh, the grog you could ever want yeah well there was a lot of grog i after a few of them i finally did get pretty drunk uh but yeah that was that was just a weird like Okay, look, there's whales, all right, there's a whole bunch of spring breakers over there while all these nerds in black shirts are going like, uh... The jocks are over there. uh, Look at them, they're dancing to pop music and we're like, uh... We came for whales. Mm.
0: Whales are pretty freaking awesome. No, the whales were cool.
1: The whales were very Mm. cool.
0: We saw a baby whale.
1: We did. Mm. I think we saw like a pod, like a small pod, Mm. but definitely was a baby like thrashing about.
0: There was a baby. It was cleaning its tail. Yep. So I kept putting its tail up in the air and stabbing in the water. And I kept doing it over and over again. But we didn't get that close to it.
1: Oh, because we had to go back and have a party and do a dance line on the boat.
0: Yeah, they had to be nerds to do the YMCA as we were going back into port. It was really embarrassing. <laughs> Though there was another boat passing us and the people on that boat were taking pictures of us. like we, Like we were the thing to be sightseeing.
2: I mean, you you were a
1: cruise ship covered in like
0: no, 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 no! This was the pirate ship. Oh, okay. Not the cruise ship.
1: Well, that's even more noteworthy. Yeah, and then they had a big nerd concert in the small town in Mexico called Laredo, uh, and we generally made a bunch of friends. Uh, got this. To, got to talk several times to uh, Stephen C- Universe creator Rebecca Sugar and go oh like, boy. Hey, let's be friends! And she's like, Who are you? <laughs> and shot lightning bolts out of her eyes and. No, she's very, very nice. Uh, met met some other podcasters, so maybe there'll be some good stuff that comes out of that. You know, waiting for uh, waiting for the podcast. You know, nice get us nice and settled, so you know we got the flow of everything, and then we can start adding in some extended friends and have uh, have interviews with some nice people, and then we can have frenemies. Yeah. We can, w- that way we can build rivalry and start and start the podcast hatred, right, right? Right. You know, make it make it so that we build a fan base that learns to hate us.
0: Ooh, so it's gonna be like that Jonathan Colton song, Nemesis. Yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: like that. Except, I hope people actually know who we are, opposed to how that song goes. True. Yeah, I it, was
0: sad they didn't do that song this year.
1: Yeah. There was a few songs in that that uh, anyway. But anyway, yeah, the Joko Cruise is a giant cruise. Next year it's going to be in Mexico again. Uh, it's it's a good time. If you can afford one week out, there's tons of board games, tons of nerdy stuff. It was actually very nice to detox from everything happening. Mm-hmm. Like, one week away with no internet to just be like, I don't know what's happening, the world could burn apart, and I'd, I don't care.
2: I'd be careful actually saying the word detox, because I once made, like, a sarcastic tweet about, like, oh, I need to detox after that weekend, and then, like, you instantly get bombarded with, like, weird alt-health, like, bots and stuff. <laughs> People think, you actually, like, oh yeah, if, we just, if I just drink green tea and eat tree bark, I can detox the, like, the cancer of my body. It's like, no, I was just making a joke there, please go away.
1: Yeah, yeah, there, there's a few. I've had a few of those where like Twitter bots. I'll I'll say some. I'll like. I think once I actually invoked them by just using a whole bunch of corporate names in a tweets. So I just went like <laughs> iPad, Apple, Microsoft. Uh, you know, brazers Just like just started. <laughs> Just adding every corporate logo I could think of, and I, and I got like six retweets from just random things. I
2: like that if you just kept doing that, and they just keep automatically retweeting, and you just create this alternate universe where there <laughs> it's like a it's like a circle of Twitter just like swirling <laughs> around itself
1: of just mutual retweets about corporate logos. <laughs> be a, be a good way to go. But uh, another thing that uh, we wanted to talk about this is that we're not the only people that uh, spent an extended amount of time on a boat. Mm. God. I always love this story of you of yours. Uh, uh, for the listeners at home, um, Eric over there participated in a race.
2: Yeah, so I mean, I, my 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 father is very big into. He has he has a boat and he's done he does like amateur racing and stuff. And a couple of years ago, uh, he did the Pacific Cup race in 2012, um,
1: and I was on the crew, and it was miserable. Yeah, and you Red, spent and like Red t- is like biting me right now. Yes. He he is fighting you because you tend to fight our cat. Yes. Um but was it two weeks at, out in sea? Yeah. From San Francisco Bay all the way to Hawaii. Yep. Uh by sail and uh yeah, it was just, it would not recommend it. It is uh now being here in the 20th century, we have our flying machines, they are much better. Get to but you had so many nights out at sea, the rock of the ocean, the the wonderful starlit nights. The sitting there for hours and hours with nothing to do. Yeah, there's uh, it, I, it, 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 the one thing I did discover, which was interesting, is
2: you do totally get the like, as soon as the as soon as the last landmasses go over the horizon, it looks exactly the same, and so it was like I we well, as soon as the Farallon Islands, uh, which are off the coast of California, as soon as those went over the horizon, it looked exactly the same until Hawaii appeared. And it, it always just felt like there was a weird mental effect where you could kind of look like, oh, I bet you know the, the the bay is like right over there, and then you look at the chart plotter and I'm like, oh no, we are three thousand miles from land, I'm like yeah, that's, that's kind of frightening.
1: And then finally, like Hawaii appears, and oh, thank god. So you are just you are you are seeing that. So, so you yeah, I guess I could see that you have this just like mental disconnect.
2: Yeah, I, combined this just you are constantly tired, and uh, I have never known
1: a moment where I was that dirty. As far as when the end of that cruise, because you're not taking showers, you can't you can't just kind of like tie a rope to yourself and drag you behind the boat. No, you might die. It's generally <laughs> discouraged. Um, and
2: yeah, we, you need the water to live. So it was like six people on a boat, like a on like a a reasonably sized but still a sailboat uh, with no showers or anything. I think i ch- I think I changed clothing once because we don't have much room uh, and we need to wear like. You want to wear like synthetic clothing so it like it doesn't get wet and it not If it just gets wet, it gets just cold and horrible and even dirtier. Yeah. And what place did you make? What's the, uh We did not win. <laughs> no, there were there were people who with actual crews and actual racing boats that won. So, I think we were just in it for the experience. You were just like, all right, let's just sail to Hawaii, and you have yet to do it since. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we flew. Uh, we got to fly back, and it did not mean a week in Hawaii, but still, it
1: sucks. There you go, Eric would not recommend long-term. Do, do not recommend sea voyage. <laughs> well, you know who does a lot of long-term sea voyages. Yeah. Eric, ever since I've known you, this one particular show has been the one. Just like, oh, I want you to watch Dark Water. This, oh, yeah. I want you to see this. Oh, it's so- I,
2: I'm, I don't think I said it
1: quite like that, but okay. You know, okay. <laughs> you, know you, you had you had kind of like camp uncle going on there, just like oh. uh, again. I think you're
2: exaggerating, but. <laughs> Uh, yes, this is a favorite of mine. This is something that, like, I remember as a kid, and then, like, a couple, like, I mean, i had been, like, when I was in college, I found my rediscover, like, oh, yeah, this show, and I watched it, and I was like,
1: oh, yeah, I remember why I liked this show, cause this show's fucking awesome. All right, well, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's start our discussion of the Pirates of Darkwater. <laughs>
2: The world of myrrh is being
0: devoured by dark water.
2: Only Ren, a young prince, can stop it
1: by finding the lost... if does that feel good? Oh, yeah. Feels real good. All right, so Pirates of Dark Water, an American fantasy animated television series produced by Hanna-Barbera and created by David Kishner and first aired in 1991. It was later aired on Fox Kids and Boomer Action.
2: Yes, and so uh, what we watch, for everyone who's participating in the podcast... Uh, you watched the first five episodes, which were, I think, released as a thing? Yes. And, and then, because they form, like, one
1: continuous storyline, and then when they re-released the show, that was just the first five episodes. Yeah. That was actually a really smart way to do it, because they had just that, you were like, well, watch the first five. I'm like, God, gee, all right, that's a little bit more than we normally do, because we normally do, right. like, three or four. But then I saw, like, oh, it was actually pretty much a mini-series. So I yes. was like, oh, yeah, well, let's totally do and, that. And the show is is good. The show is good. <laughs> I, I'll, I will note your no, your note of hesitation there. I have a little bit of hesitation. I will say, and compared to stuff around 1991, and compared to other things, <coughs> Biker Mice, it is it is great. <laughs> um, but you know, it's uh, the the one thing I will say is just for some reason. And and you mentioned this before uh, that uh, I was able to find means to watch it on the internet which may not have been the best means to watch it but you stated that there's a DVD that makes it all way less muddy and ugly. Yes.
2: Yeah, you you guys watched it by uh, through means unknown online and and like the you know the bitrate's not great and the film quality's not great and I actually put plunk down I have the DVD set. Of uh, course which, you do. Which came out a couple of years ago and is like the most the most like hurried out slipshod DVD set ever. It, one benefit is it's on DVD and the quality is much better. Uh, but they clearly spent less than 10 minutes designing the menu and everything. So it's like something you make with Movie Maker or you know, Windows DVD Maker from Windows
1: XP. Just sat there just going like, oh, I need to put my, you know, vacation videos together. And why yeah, I Just a, go ahead and knock out a... Yeah, you know, my boss, I got like I, like, I got 10 of these to do. I got like
2: 10 Hanna-Barbera cartoons to make DVD sets for. <laughs> you know, got Top Cat I got to go through. So why don't That's we, like... you know... Oh, are we going to do something about the like the the uh, on that subject? Are we going to do something about the uh, the new? Um, oh my god, the, not the Pink Panther. He's being re- like just been rebooted as a co- as a comic series. I don't know. Talking about okay, uh, if it comes back to you, this will, will drive me crazy. But anyway, yes. So yeah. I have the DVD set. It looks much better. Uh, I I the show looks pretty good. I and mean, it looks it has way more detail put into it than most Hanna-Barbera Hanna- cartoons. Oh yeah,
1: cuz i find most Hanna-Barbera cartoons are either <laughs> pretty good pretty god awful. Pretty awful um not generally a fan, i'll say. Just the, the i there's something about like the art style that just the way that they decide to animate and the color palette they use is always just like so weird and muted. I, I it's lots of big, like, blocks of primary colors, and
2: everything is kind of He-Man looking. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you look at the, watch the show, it does have that Hanna-Barbera look, but I would, ma- like, maintain that the, the show does a lot with backgrounds and some of the detailed stuff in the foregrounds. Oh, yeah. So, so, I
0: think there's a difference between Hanna-Barbera from the 70s, 60s, 70s, and the 80s, though.
2: Well, in the early 90s, I had this, too. I mean, this, this kind of... In, I, I hesitate to say this, cause, but I'm calling back to this episode. Is it, it like it has it, it all has the same origin, similar as as Biker Mice from Mars and like every other show that was out at that time. They all have that kind of art style which you would all rec- recognize, but I can't quite
1: articulate online here. Yeah, supposedly this era is called the Rise, Fall, and Decline era <laughs> of Hanna-Barbera. <laughs> really? Rise, wow. Decline, and Fall? Well, that's how they're listening in, is in Wikipedia. The Rise, Fall, and Decline, the 1980s to 1990s. That sounds about right. Uh, then their, their, their partnership and dissolution in 1992 to 91. Uh, their rebound with Turner. So,
2: Yeah, so this, this show came out in 91, and I think the rest of the show was out in 93, Am I getting that right
1: I'll have to see
2: here it, it is tragic I think because they they never it got canceled before they finished the first season and I think we, we kind of discussed this ahead of time but it it never got finished as a result of like a bunch of different problems mm-hmm um, this uh, this apparently
1: was significantly more expensive than most shows like this. Yes, so uh, its original air its original network was ABC. Uh, first run in syndication sen- season two original release February twenty fifth, nineteen ninety one to May twenty third, nineteen ninety three. So I definitely saw this like in reruns
2: when I was a kid. But I remember like I, as previously mentioned, our family like uh, they're sailing in my background, so I've always been kind of nautically adjacent. Uh, so I remember seeing this, and I, I even as a kid I liked pirates because mm-hmm. they're just awesome, and I liked ships, and this has both of those. And it was also just kind of a it's 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 a very it's unique. Yeah, I I, I like that this this setting is not like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Biker Mice from Mars, where it's just like it's shitty Earth and there's these guys. It's like okay, they actually, I think they actually went out of their way to create like a fairly unique universe.
1: Yeah, like Myrrh is just like a weird place to begin with. They had the the first the first episode has that weird like, like raised sea area that they're just yeah driving a boat through, and well, then they jump off the side. I'm like, there's what? What? There's a.
2: There's a lot of stuff that I noticed, which was interesting. And I didn't really notice as a kid, but watching it now is, like, metal seems to be fairly rare. Because it's, like, they have swords, like, sometimes. But a lot of the times their weapons are, like, made out of shells or bone or, like, it's a slingshot that fires a squid. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. And, um, and the ships are all wood, but some of them, like, the, the, the main bad guy, his ship, is gigantic. It's just made out of bones. So, like... There's this kind of weird, low fantasy
1: look to it. That ship yeah. is so strange because its size changes throughout the yeah. season. Yes, just, it does. It, it goes from just, like, ridiculously large to, like, oh, it's kind of just the, slightly larger than boat size. The right. color
0: changes, too, because in some scenes it's got that cool, like, old bone color, but then in other scenes it turns into this weird brown color, especially when they're, like, animating it.
1: Well, they... that's just that's just Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, it's, it's just, just Hanna-Barbera's uh... inconsistencies with color. It's all those
2: things where like, you know when something is about to happen because suddenly something in the background is an animation cell. I was
1: like, oh, I see that. Yeah. I see that trapdoor. Not fooling me. So, let's go through here. Our heroes are Wren, the prince of a once grand kingdom of Octopon, and the main protagonist in the series. Wren was raised by a lighthouse keeper in the outskirts of his homeland, unaware of his destiny and heritage. He wields the broken sword that belonged to his father in his hole in its home... Bleh. He wields the broken sword. Deh. let's try this all again. <laughs> he wields the broken sword that belonged to his father in its whole form. By the beginning of the second season, he freed one half of the planet from the dark water. Oh yeah, we should set that up actually. <laughs> why it's called Pirates of Dark Water? Yes, uh, I mean,
2: so it's this kind of crazy alien world in which, like, a lot of the humans have pointed Vulcan ears. I don't know. I don't get. I think they might be elves. Um, probably. But the, the main, like, the weird kind of existential threat to the universe is called the Dark Water, and I think they, they say as much, like, it comes from the south of the planet, because the planet is, like, mostly water, and it's, it's all, like, islands. Um, it's like if the Caribbean was an entire planet, I think is the idea. Mm-hmm. But, like, the Dark Water is this, like, evil, sentient oil that comes up from beneath the water, like, on the floor, floor of the ocean, and it, like, eats islands and ships, and it's, like, it's sentient and malignant, and it is they should, like you guys haven't watched it later but at some point um, they reveal that like the intelligence that that controls it like talks to ren and it's this creature called the dark dweller and it's like an evil like slime monster with a big crazy face
0: yeah they for something that's in the title they don't do very well explaining what it is in the beginning and it kind of doesn't even show up until a few episodes in
2: yes i think they they, they est- try to establish like cuz the main the, the real bad guy is bloth but like the the dark water is the kind of existential threat of the setting. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's it's bigger, much it's much bigger later on, but yeah, it and the whole point of this show is he's trying to find the treasures of rule, which if he gets all of them, he can finally destroy the dark water forever. Yada yada. They're scattered all over in a bunch of
1: like video game esque areas that he has to get them back. But Bloth wants to get them too. Bloth, the ox the ox sized human pirate captain of the feared pirate ship, the maelstrom. Yeah. So he's like the main bad guy. I I think he's an effective bad guy. I'd like to talk about his assistant, Conk. Of course you would want to talk about his assistant, Conk, voiced by Tim Curry. Tim Curry. That's like, of all all the voice actors here, it's just like, we got Tim Curry. What are we going to put him? Let's put him as one of the sub-minions of... Well, but but he's in every episode. He is a secondary character. Yeah, but it's just like... Holy crap! You're kind of burying the
2: lead there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I, 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 this show also later has Kate Mulgrew and Rene Jean I do not know how to say his name, but he is Odo from DS Nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it's like, oh. I, yeah, okay. he's in there too. Like him and Kate Mulgrew, they both like play a character in an episode.
0: That's pretty cool.
2: And I, I had not realized it until recently, but Kate Mulgrew has a pretty significant voice actress like career. Like she did a lot, of, she did a lot of voices. It's kind of why like when whenever Captain Janeway was, like, on the holodeck or something, if she had a chance to ham it up, she would.
0: Oh, okay. That makes sense, because, like, she is in Orange is a New Black, and she plays, like, the Russian lady, yes. Red. And she is amazing as that character. Yeah. Like, I love her in that show.
2: She's a, she's a great character actor, and so, like, yeah, this this show, and then any opportunity, where Captain Janeway would know, like, Mr. Paris report, da, da da and it's, like, very direct. But whenever once in a while, she will, like, cut loose on that show. And do ridiculous voice and stuff. So she plays like a ghost pirate in this show. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but... sweet, but
1: not in the first five episodes. No, no, that no. we get that, no. that's likely. It make you make it sound like season two stuff. Likely, no, no, no. Okay, um,
2: yeah. So the, the, so the dark water is the kind of primi- primary antagonist, and the main thing is if you have a treasure of rule and you like touch the dark water with it, it will like evaporate. It'll like destroy the dark water. So occasionally they get attacked by it or they run into it, and they can use the treasures
1: to like repel it. So, Ren has a collection of friends. (laughs) Quote-unquote friends. Just to help him on this. The first one being the, let's just go ahead and start with the weird animal sidekick. Monkey bird. Uh, Roddy McDowell. Yes, Roddy McDowell. Dr.
2: Zayas is in this show. Later voiced
1: by Frank Welker, who, it seems like I'm looking at this, everything was voiced by Frank Welker later (laughs) in the series. Uh, but a monkey bird who once belonged to vloth who escaped monkey uh, bird a- aiding wren's own escape from the pirate captain
0: after he promises to feed him yes th- that's this, his main goal
2: th- this this uh, show kind of has an avatar the last airbender thing where animals are just like two animals combined <laughs> so he's like a a, a, a kind of like a capuchin monkey kind of he's a little like little monkey but he's got wings like a big parrot. And And a beak. He's got, like, a beak that's, like, half a beak. Like, the top beak and then the lower part is a lip.
1: And he kind of sounds a little bit like... Like Roddy McDowell. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, you mix an old man with, like, just a... a, a Punctuate it with parrot shrieks. (laughs) Just sounds a lot like that. Yeah, right when I get some food. I, I just, I'm hungry. Yes. Sh-
0: should we have like a battle of who does the best bird bird, bird voice? <laughs> like can we can we bring in P- uh, you know
2: P- Wait, is it Peter
0: Godfried?
2: Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert
0: Godfrey. Hello. Leo, how are you? I'm... Who plays Iago in Aladdin? Hey,
1: does he play Iago or does he play Gilbert Godfrey? Yeah. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey as Gilbert Godfrey
2: as Iago.
0: No, because Gilbert Gottfried is not nearly as bad as that. Like, he hams it up. Which,
2: which, by the way, if you ever get the chance, listen to his, like, dramatic reading of Fifty
1: Shades of Grey. Yes, or his entire thing of The Aristocrats.
2: (laughs)
0: Oh, God.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that voice is sexy. Yes, Uh, let's see, he has other friends, Tula... Yep. Uh, the eco-mancer with the ability to control the elements in the biological life, of she's which a dr- she's we a druid. did not get we, to see yeah, yet. which none of that happened like, during think, the first five Like, I that
0: last episode where that old man, like, puts his hand on her head, I think yeah. he's transferring those abilities to her. Yes,
2: that's actually, like, the next couple episodes after what you watched, um, she gets her powers, and she's basically like a and d druid.
0: Okay, yeah, because I noticed in like the beginning, se- the title sequence, they show her using magic, yes. and so far she hadn't used it. So I am mod- as soon as I saw that, and after they claimed that he was the guy that could predict when like dark water was coming, I was like, oh, okay, he's passing his magic to her.
2: Yeah, and so, I, um, so there's an episode that deals with it later, but yes, yeah, she has magic and she does cool stuff with it, um, and we kind of discuss this a little bit. But I, I, I think she's interesting, especially as an early '90s cartoon. Female, like, protagonist.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I like that she, like, had, like, an attitude. She stood up for herself. She was... She had her own skills. But I feel like they kind of, like, at least in the beginning, kind of didn't play too, too much of her strengths. Like, she did for in the, when she first came on the boat... But then after that, they kind of just made her a pain in the butt, sort of.
2: It, I think it's it's just the early episode. She, like, kicks ass later, and she does okay. interesting stuff. I just like that, she, like, her and Aya is the next guy we're talking about. Her, like, they, they have two... He has two main crewmen that follow him around, these two characters, but they're both, ba- they're both similar in attitude, and they're both, like, grumpy curmudgeons most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. which, which is actually kind of fun. She's not, like... She's neither like super willowy or
1: weird. She's just like another pirate. Yeah, wow. and that, that that is a good thing to happen that Tula and Eoz both kind of go like, "Listen, this is bad. We should get out of here." And every single time, it's ring. No, we need to do the right thing here, guys. And they're like, "Oh, son of a bird!"
0: Because <laughs> they're because they. I think those two actually are pirates, yep. and Ren's not a pirate.
1: Yeah, he's just he's just this happy kid that they're just like, listen, all he's right, very, he's gonna, he's gonna save the world, but oh my god, he's really very link, to? I think. Yeah, he, he's he's very much the do gooder. We can do good, guys, and they're like, listen, we want money, we're filthy pirates, and to to not die, like that would be cool. But yeah, let's move on to eoz who is like Ios, uh, I-O's sorry, yeah, leaning that either, yeah, there. Uh, a rogue and pirate. He joins up with Rin initially for the promise of treasure. Uh, And he has
0: a weird, like, forehead ponytail.
1: Yes, he's got like a forward ponytail. (laughs) Uh, Supposedly, he matures later on in the series to become fond of Ren and his idealism.
2: Yeah, he becomes less of an asshole as the show goes along. I like him because he, he feels like he's like Worf from Star Trek if he was more, like, jokey. (laughs) <laughs> mm. he's got that same kind of like put upon seriousness
0: you know what now that you say that I can kind of see the resemblance except not minus the forehead ponytail
2: yeah so if, if when, when they hopefully do a live action version of this we will definitely get Michael Dorn <sighs> and I think Conk should be played by Danny DeVito oh my god
0: no <laughs> just
2: a little like greasy Danny DeVito just like like his basically just his character from um, from oh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> oh boy uh, who would be your niddler, then? Uh, Roddy McDowell. <laughs> Just bring him back Just in. Just in, like in, like, a complex animatronics. He might be dead. Well, like, I'm not sure. Let's
1: see. Let me right-click this uh, article on Roddy McDowell <laughs> here. celebrity dead? Once you don't know if our dead. He is dead. Ugh. Sad. Uh, died 1998. Okay, age so we, wow. missed, we missed that book for, by <laughs> quite a while. <lot>. Holy <laughs> crap. That was a while
0: ago. Yeah.
2: A little bit, yeah. It is mentioned, he, like, uh, you... He's been in several movies that have been done by Mystery Science Theater. So. Oh,
0: that—that that, I don't think that's a good thing.
1: He's—he's <laughs> he's a character actor. He's, he's done, had like, an a, illustrious co- career. I think oh, okay.
2: he did. He did Planet of the Apes because he's Doctor Zeus and then that was it. He oh, did the because, original. Yes.
0: Oh, okay. He's the
2: original Doctor Zeus.
0: Oh, cool. Okay. He's uh, oh, so he's pretty. He was pretty old then.
2: He was already kind of an old guy. Okay. Do, do you remember? Yeah. And they, and later, as we were talking about earlier in Space Mutiny, uh there's a guy who looks almost
1: exactly like him and sounds like him, but is not uh, hmm. running the towel. Well, let's see. Uh looking through here, we have the ships. We've already mentioned uh, Bloth's massive and deadly war strip the maelstrom. See,
2: I like the I like that they just like first episode or first to just steal
1: the ship. Yes, yeah, so the <laughs> just, like It's know. just like I have a great ship. Hold on, let's get on it and it's just like, Alright, let's go 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 let's go like why are we got to leave so fast like oh you're just you're just jacking the ship gotcha oh yeah that, that that
2: was a fun touch
0: yeah and then the funness of their ship being stolen again and he complaining about it and so ren's like what did he say
1: <laughs> oh something along the lines of like got it stolen again from us and we stole it <laughs> They they okay. actually run into the guy that they stole it from later mm-hmm. in the show.
0: Oh, wonderful!
2: Awkward.
0: Yeah, that's great.
2: And um, and then as uh, yeah, Unzuli uh, shows up, and that's Jim Cummings, I think. Yeah. Uh, wait wait, who? who? The, the, the the like pirate like guy who runs the tavern that they. Run oh, Zuli. Yeah, yeah uh, Zuli. So that's that's uh, I think that's Jim Cummings.
1: Uh, actually, it is Richard Lautner or lotlier well either way like jim cummings is all up
2: in this show he's a bunch of voices
1: yeah uh actually i really liked Zuli. does he does he show up more uh yeah he comes back like at least twice okay because Zuli, Zuli, i just immediately just like the interaction with him and 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 ayaz and that was like great
2: he's like a he's totally lando to ayaz's like han
1: solo right He's just got all the swag to him that was just like that's nice. And then I guess there's Tehran later. Uh yes. Yeah. The Supreme Eco bouncer Yep. So Um Alright, well uh we got the ships, we got the planet Myrrh, which is all sorts we of weird the, We got and... the quest, they're trying to find the treasures. Yeah.
2: And but... Ren has the like magic compass that shoots a blue laser beam. When when they get close to one of the treasures it goes like that shows you where it's going to be. Can,
0: can we talk about the first scene, though? Okay. Because, oh my God, like... First, Ren, Okay, so Ren sees some dude in a ship, and it's a really bad storm. He's like, I see a and, ship. No, you don't. I he, see a ship. No, you don't. Yeah, and then that lady keeps telling him, I don't see anything. And then he sees it, and the boat crashes, and the guy's obviously drowning. So he does this weird acrobatic shit to get down there as quick as he can. He manages to save the guy and pull him out of the waves, but the guy is somehow still dying, and then he, he, like, tells him, oh, you gotta help save the world or whatever. And then also, he by drops... by the way, I'm your father. Yeah, and then, also, by the way, I'm your father, uh, and immediately like, dies.
2: Excess over his eyes. Uh, not not
1: only dies, like, the world's <laughs> smallest wave laps against yes, his body, he just, and he vanishes. And he just, like,
0: gets pulled away, and he's just wrenched sitting there like, oh, uh,
1: huh. Did I just imagine <laughs> I mean, that?
0: <laughs> but, you know, he, he... Oh, wait, no. He doesn't tell him he's his father. No, he doesn't tell him he's his father. It's not until he goes back to the tower and is like, Hey, this guy gave me like this gave me like this quest and the lady's like, Oh, that's your father and he's like, What?
1: No, he's not even like what? He's just like, Oh, okay. huh, that's neat. <laughs>
0: Yeah, pretty much. He's well, like, Well, no,
1: it's all falling into He's place." He's my
0: father. Okay. <laughs> like, well, uh, I guess I'm the prince, prince of this place. I, come then
2: on, this is just this is this is cartoon stuff. We I get, know, like, but it was so, so
0: fast. We it gotta, was.
2: Yeah, k- keep it moving. Gotta keep it, <laughs> like, keep it you fresh. just met come your dad. On, yeah. There's
0: better pacing in some cartoons than that. <laughs>
2: they got they got to get through. I mean, but that's the thing. This this universe actually does have a fair amount to it. So I can see why they're like. We gotta get. We gotta get. This well, thing also,
0: and then I have this question. Like, so was that lady his mom? And then she was no. like, "No, a-
2: no, she's like his. She's like his adoptive like parent. Yeah, basically. yeah." But like, did he know
0: that? Did he know that before this? Yes, because they didn't make that actually very clear. He, I
1: don't think he knew that he was the prince.
0: Okay, but he did know that she wasn't his real he, mom. He just knew it.
1: that compared to the bitching tan he had and everybody else. <laughs> yeah, he's like he. He is like tanned and. <laughs> and everyone else is
2: yeah it's different super tan with
0: like blonde hair and blue eyes i didn't
2: notice that not all none of the main characters are like white really
0: yeah no the only people that are white are the people in that weird cave thing but i think it's cuz they well, were they're
2: in like that al- ca- like there are elves al- in this but they're like albinos yeah they're like albinos
0: yeah, but that was it. Everyone else has been, like,
2: dark-skinned. Yeah, I mean, they're all, and, and they're not quite human, because, like, Wren's got, and even Ayaz, they kind of have the pointy ears going, so, they're all they're all aliens, I think, because this is on a different world.
0: Or, at one time, they were Ooh. humans.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, are we going to do then, the, the far future <laughs> idea? And then they,
0: and then they, what's that thing that we do? Evolve? Evolve. Evolve. <laughs>
1: You, you use your science terms on
0: I couldn't think of the word. I'm sorry. Either I way, apologize.
2: Either way, it is it is because like the, the none of the main characters are like Lily White like, Aryan protagonists. Can yeah. you imagine just
0: none evolving Johnny... the shape of your ear for no fucking yeah, that's reason? All we
1: got. <laughs> yeah, none of your Johnny quests here. Just yeah, like it's... Hi, how's you?
2: So that which was actually that's a that's a nice touch. Um I mean like I think I guess Zuli is like he looked kind of Scottish. Yeah, 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 yeah. He but, did, um, but I, I
0: think other than that, the whitest people were those albino elfish things. Well, that's
2: the thing. I, I like this. This universe has stuff that's recognizable okay. fantasy element, but they put like a little twist on it. So, like, there are elves, but they're like albinos with solid red eyes, and they live in like a cave island.
1: Yeah, and... yeah. There are there are like parrots, but they're monkey birds. Okay, so uh, you're obviously the expert on this. <laughs> what are some other cool stuff that comes in later um, well, that we should know about? I it's, it'd be it'd be a lot to explain.
2: Basically, like there's just cool races and characters they meet and creatures and stuff. Uh, I like the Beast and the Bell episode that's later, where like they there's a creature trapped inside of a bell and on, on an island that's like surrounded by flying rocks and. All the people who live there. Have, like have sonic weapons and stuff. So there's like a lot of cool, like like this is neat fantasy kind of stuff. It's uh and it's there's recognizable elements, but they always kind of put a twist on it, including their like weird fakeo vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Like this
1: show is full of like fake uh, swear words.
0: Oh yeah, they so they, can- they have that one that they use all the time. <laughs>
1: So it's like the Firefly method of just working yeah, up theirs was, PSG.
0: There was long, theirs were longer, like, it was like a phrase. Noi like, Yeah, everyone kept saying that, noi There's
2: one, that I don't remember quite what it was, but it sounds like Chumbo Wumba.
0: <laughs> <Chumbawamba. laughs> you know. Chubby bunnies, chubby bunnies, chubby bunnies.
2: <laughs> I, which is like, I don't know, that, that is very, like, Battlestar Galactica, like, fracken, like, that's a that's a, a funny way of doing it. Like, we need pirates. We want them to be able to swear. We can't do that because it's a cartoon. So we'll just make up fake-ass swear words.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, almost any big sci-fi show had made up. Like, yeah. I think even... Um, oh, God.
1: They never swore in Star Trek because they were good people. <laughs>
2: Except when they weren't.
0: They just weren't smart enough to make up swear words. In the
2: future, with no economy, there's no need for swear words. Yeah, look at these losers with their post-scarcity economy. (laughs) I can't
0: imagine living in a world without swear words. Swear words make the world
2: fun. I think you can swear as much as you want in the Star Trek universe. I don't think there's any injunction against it.
0: But it never happens.
2: Well, a lot of things... you you don't see the characters taking a shit in Star Trek either, but they, like I'm sure that has to happen. The somewhere. future
0: it just <laughs> teleports into they're, a toilet. No no
1: no! <laughs> well, they go into the replicators.
0: Ew! I mean, you gotta you gotta yeah,
1: save you matter. Fire it!
2: You just like beam it into space or something. No uh, no no! You gotta save that. So that's that's free mass the, that you
1: can use. Oh, this is
2: the one that blew my mind. Apparently, if you look at like the official plans for the Enterprise, because they do like things that show you what the interior layout is, like. On the bridge, like, there's a one alcove on one side that leads to the ready room and, like, the meeting room. And there's an alcove that's always in, like, the way back of the set. And there's a door that leads to the other, like, another, uh, not the, oh, no, no that's the meeting room. The other one's the turbo lift. But there's another door which is, like, always, it's never on camera. It's never been shown. But if you look at the plans, there's a bathroom on the bridge. And that's, that, that's like, the head. And there's apparently some, there's apparently, uh like wait, like Jonathan Frakes going like this is the only place on the ship you can shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I just like I just like that there's like a, there's like a there's like a small bathroom that leads like right under
1: the bridge. and so, so he's just so going like just... captain's log. Yes. <sighs> <sighs> I've been waiting I've been waiting all day for this. <laughs> yeah. So you just
2: get up from one chair and you sit down in another one. <laughs> So, yeah, those are the questions they those are the things they never show you in shows like this.
1: Uh, let's see. Uh going back to some things that were mentioned, Pirates of Dark Water was originally released as Dark Water. Uh yeah. was the first 5 episodes, um, they decided to make the show less serious. Um really? Oh, they, I did not realize that they had like they toned it down. Yeah, they uh, was ha- the executives at Hanna Barbera, owned by Turner at the time, decided to make the show less serious. So from season six onwards, the show will become known as Pirates of Darkwater and less Episode serious compared. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, less serious co- compared to the first five episodes. Well, you know that's probably true
2: because the the first five does feel like a Pirates of the Caribbean kind of adventure. I mean, there's double crossing and oh yeah, uh, there's violence. Like it's one of those ones where they never there's no violence ever on screen, but a lot of people a lot of people get like. Thrown overboard to their death or thrown in- into pits full of monsters. Yes.
0: Or fallen into dark water. Oh yeah. That was actually kind of a, like, Oh of, yeah.
2: Some of the bad guy, like mook guards get eaten by the dark water and they do like Wilhelm scream
1: and they're just like devoured. Or like, that, oh. or that leader that was part of the, part of the rebellion. Yeah. Just yeah. straight up. Just like, bye. Yep.
0: Yeah, that was somehow in the belly of this giant ass ship, li- living some secret life while the pirates were on the top of the
2: ship. Well, I think that some of it is like the the maelstrom is so large, and like
0: yeah, but then you get to the top of the ship and you're like, it's so tiny up here. Where I, did all that go? Yeah, that's
2: a, that's an art design <laughs> thing. <laughs> Oh. I like they built uh they built like boats that you could launch like gliders just in case your ship happened to be in an elevated position somehow. Oh
0: my god, yeah, that was weird. And then yeah. they wherever they store those dragons
2: Uh dagrons, thank you. we can't get wow. sued. Wow. Wow. get sued.
0: Wow. How do you get sued for saying
2: dragons? You get sued by the inventor of dragons? <laughs> I, I just like... There's to, no adventure of
0: dragons! I know.
2: There are dragons in this show, but they're called dagrons. Wow, we
0: moved one letter of the word totally. to make it different. Yeah,
1: th- this is how it works, Sabrina. How to train your dagrons. You know what? Yes, exactly. I, want to,
0: I want to re-dub the whole series just and change it so it's dragons. So it's
1: just going to be Sabrina just every time. just
0: dragon! Dumb. Dragon,
2: <laughs> dragon! And, and she's just gonna ADR and a bunch of more swearing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking
2: dragon! Oh, fucking shit, ass!
0: This is a dragon,
2: dumbass. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the, there are dragons which, like, the bad guys will ride, which is kind of cool. Uh, and yeah, they're called dagrons for some reason, even though they just look like a dragon but with like a poofy, like David Bowie coif of hair.
0: There are such things as dragons with a mane.
2: I'm. With, they're in this show.
1: So if you it. like that kind of thing, watch this show. You can brush your dragon, yes, and train my
0: your... little dragon. My little oh. dragon, <laughs> ah, my little dragon. All right, we
1: don't have to go through the now. my little now,
2: dragon. Now is not the time to dig up dirty laundry. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: all right, well, let's talk about why this series failed. Sadly, you yeah, know, your uh, your problems with this. Yes, first off, it was very expensive. Yes. Uh, that was a confirmed thing that the costs were very high uh, and that, what was it, um, they slated, the us employing more expensive animators and was slated to be canceled after episode 13 because there wasn't enough of an audience to pro- justify the high production costs. By the way, this is based off of the site PiratesOfDarkWater.net. There you uh, go. Uh, let's see. I like that they have a .net domain. <laughs> it's, it's .com. It's, it's the C thing. is a net. This yeah. is
0: how you know they're serious, because yeah. it's .net.
1: They're a network of fans. Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's speculation that Hanna-Barbera just might not have been able to make uh, promised deadlines.
2: Yeah, it sounded like, I mean, the, the, the history of this show was just like there were multiple things that kind of killed it. Yeah. Uh, and which is sad, because I, I I legit, like, I like I do not think there's an extant show Bible that explained what was going to happen. I mean, presumably he's going to find the treasure and fucking save the day, but yeah.
1: Because it, it kind of goes in weirder directions as the show goes along, and like it'd be cool stuff. I mean, I could half understand, like, uh, uh, the way I would see it is that they would get there towards the end, and either, like, you would either have a situation where they have, have, have acquired nearly all of them, or have... Well, pretty much they either have acquired nearly all of them and, like, Bloth pretty much takes all of them. Yeah, there's some
2: there's some thing where it's, like, a Jafar kind of thing. Of, oh, he has them, but then they get them back. Yeah, yeah. just keeps kind of going back and I, forth with it. I was predicting that, like, it's going to turn out the sword is the final treasure and, like, he's going to find the, the point to it. Because he fights with, like, half a sword. It's like a sword with, like, the blade just broken in half. Uh, and, yeah, that was kind of my prediction was that, like, Either he is going to be the last treasure, or his sword is, See, uh, because they establish in a later episode one of the treasures is a like tiny elephant creature thing. It's like a it's like a baby animal.
0: Aww.
2: And, and it like cries constantly, so it's really annoying. Aww. And they make Ios take care of it. Jeez. Whoa. Very in a very like uh, what's that Schwarzenegger movie where he has to take care of kids? Kindergarten cop. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I am the kindergarten cop. Um, I'll take care of your children. Please, you can trust me. Um, so yeah, I, I was, don't put that in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you did my cookies. Um, yeah, so I'm sad. I kind of wish I, I wish it had completed, uh, at least finished. Like I'm, I, I'm sad we didn't get to see the end of it because I don't think there is any exit material, as I said, as far as where it was going to go, and it would have been neat to see
1: it. I, don't know, the fi- I will say the five episodes were good and it was actually a nice like collection because you know it, it, in that case it's like hey it had a, a five episode resolution like you could just be like all right that was neat and you know decide if you want to continue l- watching it on because there's no like real finish to it it's just like uh eh, well you know eventually you're going to get like the Firefly just like and it's over okay goodbye right uh, matter of fact after it was purchased by Cartoon Network or pretty much Hanna-Barbera's whole stock was purchased by Cartoon Network. Uh, they actually, on Adult Swim, uh, made like uh, jokes about having yes. the <laughs> last episodes of it. And then going like, oh, sorry, somebody taped over it. Yeah. though. That was-
0: <laughs> Aww, oh, that's mean. Asses.
1: Yeah. Um, so- I mean, they were never
2: made, so. Yeah. I know, but that's a mean joke. Oh, it is a mean joke. And especially for people like me. But um so yeah, I that's a pretty good recommendation I think if you're listening and like you want to check kind of check it out is listen to the is, you know watch the first five episodes that gives you a good idea. Um the other ones are up. after that they're they're a little more like slice of lifey. It will be like every other episode they get a new treasure. Was I think generally the pace for it. Well yeah,
1: there was only like what 12 treasures? 12 treasures and um and, yeah, the, how many episodes they had. Yeah, so I, you, there would be no way that they'd be able to be, like, a treasure each episode. It's just like, oh, we found out that there's 30 now. Right. Um,
2: so, yeah, and I, I just like all these elements, and like I was saying, it's like, it's like a fantasy, it's a unique fantasy universe, and it had, like, pirates and ships and stuff, and so that hit, like, every major checkbox for me as a kid. Uh, and then I learned the terrible secret about sailing sailing, sailing. I, i'm glad sailing exists like it's a
1: thing that is happening that i don't have to be a part of but i'm like oh people sailing that's cool Sailing. yes this what uh, by the way i'm still looking on pirates of dot net, and they have stuff of like hey i urge you to please follow the monetary support for the show and purchasing the set click on it goes to the wb going like where the hell are you going it's like the link got broken there is no easy way to uh
0: this is a very
2: old link. I I think I got the DVD set because like, it, it came out only a couple of years ago, and I might have seen that on that same site that you're looking at, and it's like, oh,
1: shit, yeah, I'll buy the DVD set. Yeah. Uh, what's this about a band? There was an indie band out of Austin, Texas called the Pirates of Darkwater. Mm. They used to own Pirates of com, which is why the site is addressed .net.
2: Wow. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Okay. I, that's gonna, like, if you're the person running that fan site, just like, oh, these
1: motherfuckers. Like, how, how is this happening? <laughs> but thanks to the kindness of Steven, there are now two domains. Yeah. Pir- Piratesofdarkwater.com and thepiratesofdarkwater.com. I hope
2: they're like a pirate-themed metal band or something. <laughs> I, need to get the, I need to go check these
1: guys out now uh how do we contact yeah so this, uh, this is it's an interesting because it's like we didn't talk about it when we did the uh the um Biker Mice from Mars, but I love, like, these old <laughs> fan sites that oh, are that, out there. Yeah, Josh found
2: the Biker Mice from Mars fan site, which is oh. a delightful mid-90s HTML time capsule. Oh, I'm like, they're so good. It is like, fuck, it's like I'm reading Maddox.xmission.com again.
1: The thing that drives me nuts is the fact that there was, like, a forum inside of there that you actually had to contact the admin to get the password to go into. I'm like, what kind of time capsule is inside of oh, there? What kind of fan to, fiction exists within? I, I,
2: I like there is there was a shitload of fan art on that like it had its own little like deviant art
1: island like hideaway yeah oh and the other things we talked about uh, that um, Pirates of the Dark Water fans have made a uh, a tabletop game no
2: it's not you, a fan made game that's official oh official
1: official that's
2: a yeah there like uh, because it was the nineties there were they like they, there was a glut of terrible RPGs. So there is an official role playing game which I have been trying to locate for years and years because I've seen parts of it and, it, and everything I've seen is like this is terrible and like does
1: not work. But I want to find it. So if anyone sees that, give me a ring. If you if you happen upon that or get a get a reissue of that or something, something it's
2: like, in the mid nineties. Like everything got like an RPG that was made by like three guys. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of stuff like that. Huh. Well, does anybody else have anything <laughs> else to say about the Pirates of Dark Water? It's cool. You should watch it. It is definitely. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's different. Definitely like unique amongst its peers of like shitty early '90s cartoons. Like, oh, this is kind of cool.
1: Yeah, opposed. Like, it was always something I saw, on as like the Pirates of Dark Water. I'm like, ah, that seems okay. Pirate-y. Oh, there actually. I, while
2: we we mention RPGs, there is an RPG. Which is very clearly inspired by this, and is this that they just kind of turned some knobs and stuff um, called Fifty Fathoms, which I think they just re released the new a new book for it. It's a Savage Worlds game, hmm. um, but it is if you read the book. I I saw this and I was like, oh, what is this? And I looked at like, oh, this is Pirates of Dark Water. Like they're they're like not even hiding it, <laughs> including like they even use they like some of the character races are named after stuff in the show. These are chimp
1: birds.
2: It's, Oh, you could be a walrus man. Oh, there you go. Yeah, definitely, definitely be a walrus man. Um, so, yeah, if you ever wanted to play a Pirates of the Darkwater RPG, uh, 50 fathoms so is probably the closest you're ever going to get. Unless you find the, the
1: Darkwater RPG, in which case, send it to me. Yeah, we need to, we need to analyze need I want to unpack this. <laughs> Figure out how that goes. Well, Sabrina, your feelings?
0: I thought it was interesting. It's definitely different from the other stuff that came out around that time. It's different from stuff that's out right now. Yeah. So it definitely hits a market that I don't think anyone else is hitting ever.
2: I feel like it might have done better now in a post Pirates of the Caribbean movie mm-hmm. world, because I remember like before. I I do remember having visited like Pirates of the Caribbean at, like, Disneyland mm-hmm. and as a kid. I knew about that, and I think, like, now that they made the movie, there's much more, like, public awareness of Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs>
1: pirates right. are a thing.
2: Yeah, so, but, you know, Pirates are still, like, like, it's it's not just, like, an old trope anymore. Like, Pirates are cool, because we have Johnny Depp now. And so I, I feel like if they released, they if they released something like it now, um, in a, in a, like especially, like, the modern, like, it seems to be there's more and more popular cartoons for kids lately that have more broad appeal... I think it would have be, been. I think, I think now would have been a better time to release it.
1: Well, if it's coming from anywhere, it's going to be coming from Cartoon Network and Adult Swim. So, yeah, guys, get on this. You know, well, remake, remake. They'll they'll, Dane they'll Devito. They'll take it. Oh my it. god! Oh, how are you? Just emerge, emerge naked from a couch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I think it's. I mean, the 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 facial animations and the <laughs> Hanna Barbera ness aside. Like, yes. uh, and there. Granted, there are some parts where I think the animation is gorgeous. Like, right. there, there. It's it's that inconsistency that kind of just drives me nuts. Where there's just I, times where the people ship, just kind of seem flat, and then they have this nice like animated sequence. And it's like, it, it yeah, the animation like I the backgrounds,
2: and I like a lot. Of, I like the design. Looks really cool. The ships look cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah, the backgrounds are are well like the backgrounds are well painted it's 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 fun to watch
1: it it looks great like there are i will genuinely say like for what it is it looks really good it's just it's just sometimes the hannah ness just kind of yeah ah (laughs) like why can't you animate better um yeah all right well i think that is pirates of dark water right get that off of eric's chest well i mean there's plenty of other things on there i know there's plenty of other terrible things we we all have horrible horrible needs
2: yeah no i okay i will say this as much as this is podcast like shop talk here but like sabrina insists that i just want to bring you pain and like oh no no josh has been like it, josh's like sonic promise is like the sword of damocles over this podcast listen it
1: is going to be i am going to bring you up and i'm going to take you down like
0: i can't wait yeah. I am so excited. Actually,
1: I, I've actually, I've actually gotten to the point that I'm like, listen, I need to talk about it less because mm-hmm. I don't want to set expectations. <laughs> I don't, I don't want you to be, I don't want you to come in and think that it's, you know, he that it's going to be so good and then you're disappointed. He doesn't want
2: to. He doesn't want to get us all like hot and bothered with <laughs> with, the, with the promise of Sonic and then and l- l- leave
1: us feeling blue. I know. I, I, I want you. <laughs> I want you to come at this. Pure, but and we would
0: go in blue.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. either way, blue balls will be involved. Yes, <laughs> uh, apt, accurate. Actually, <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, that has been the Pirates of Dark Water. Uh, that has been episode number nine of the Saturday Friends Club. Thank you all for Jesus. joining us today. Woo-hoo. Yeah. We next episode, we will be in double digits. We can celebrate. Cause next episode it's mine, baby. Oh next yeah. Next episode I'm so excited. Cause it's Rockapella. it's the chief. It's Carmen Sandiego. It's the '90s. It's so '90s. It's educate. We have two episodes of educational stuff for you.
0: Yeah. Because I, like st-
1: I, I, I think I know less after watching Wishbone, though. <laughs> so it's going to be where in the world is Carmen Sandiego, specifically the game show version, the game show that aired on PBS, which I adore, and then Sabrina's choice,
0: Wishbone.
1: You get to get a little puppy telling He's you dead. about. He- He's dead now. <laughs> Shut up, Eric! I, I was gonna say that for the show. <laughs> I was gonna break her heart then, but okay, that's
2: fine. <laughs> what, I, I, you, you, yeah, you've, you've 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 taken the innocence away. All of right, world, just Josh. move
0: on, okay? Just move on. <laughs> this is not the episode for I this. Don't talk about this. I will remember you. You know what? <laughs> I can kill you in your sleep. I just want to remind
1: you that. She's going to smother him with the cat. Okay,
0: that's the end of the episode. Bye, guys.
1: <laughs> all right, we will catch you on the next episode of the Saturday Friends show. All right. Uh, stay sat, piratey. SatFriendsClub uh, uh, at dot org. Just dot com. Fuse the Googles.
0: Go home. Uh, you're drunk.
1: All right. We'll catch you next time for more Saturday Friends fun. Till then, sleep well, everyone.
2: Bye. Good night.